Uniquely. 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 Hello and welcome to Uniquely Issaquah. Today we have Peter Walters, the city of Issaquah's first park ranger, join us on this edition of Uniquely Issaquah. Welcome, Peter. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, we're really excited about talking to you today. First off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you end up in Issaquah being a park ranger? Yeah, um, I'm actually originally from Michigan, Mm -hmm. um, but as a kid, I was always outdoors. um, So I've always been drawn to nature, um, did a lot of camping growing up, uh, had a woods right outside my backyard growing up. Um, so when my, at the time, girlfriend, now wife, uh, told me I could start looking for jobs elsewhere, um, was just drawn to the Pacific Northwest. Had actually only been out here once before, not even to Issaquah. Um, and there was an opportunity to work with the state parks, and I took it. Um, and then we just fell in love with Issaquah. So uh, just by chance, we were working at Lake Sammamish State Park. Um, we got to stay at a ranger house there. Um, so we just kind of really hit it off and fell in love with this area. It's beautiful. It's in this nice inventory. There's plenty of space and things to do here, but it's really easy to go into the city and have fun, really easy to get into the, the pass and have fun too. So it's, it's just wonderful. It is. Isqua is an amazing place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like a park ranger. So a city this size, um, it's kind of like it's not it's a unique thing mm-hmm. to have a park ranger. Yeah. So tell us about that. Why does the city of Is- Issaquah need a park ranger? Yeah, it's all definitely for service of the citizens. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, you know, when we're asking our maintenance staff to kind of fill some of the role that I do, we're taking away from them of maintaining and keeping the parks up as beautiful as they are. Um, and as much as I appreciate the comments of people telling me how good I'm keeping the parks, I'm not the one doing it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it does take time for them to go do enforcement stuff, whether it's a uh, dog off leash or if someone's using something incorrectly. Um, and sometimes that's just not their area or place to do some of that enforcement or education. Um, and then we don't want to put it on IPD as well. Um, they, they have their hands full, and some of these are really minor incidents that don't need um, a police response that can just use someone who's friendly and uh, available mm-hmm. <laughs> with knowledge of the parks. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the big two buckets is enforcement and education, and mm-hmm. often education is really the piece of just getting out there and talking <clears throat> Sorry to citizens. Yeah. Um, most of my day is... Uh, walk in the parks mm-hmm. and talk with people. And it, a lot of it, people want to know what's going on. Um, you know, h- how do I get from A to B? How do I access this park or mm-hmm. stuff like that? So um, a lot of it is that educational user piece and mm-hmm. helping everyone enjoy the parks and understand more about it. Uh, my favorite part is the interpretive part. So doing mm-hmm. educational courses about the park or park history or birds and predators we might see in the park as well. Um, so yeah, that's it's, it's got a big role to, to do and it helps take pressure off other staff so they can focus on keeping the city looking as great as it does. So when citizens engage you for the first time, they're like a park ranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They ask me why am I out of the state park? <laughs> <laughs> why are you Why are you in Confluence? Why aren't you Why aren't you at Lake Sammamish? <laughs> yes. Yeah, just, and then you just kind of walk them through and just say, hey, you know. Walk them through it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm luckily non-commissioned, so I don't mm-hmm. I don't carry a weapon, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a intentional mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. So that we're definitely focused on providing mm-hmm. good customer service and mm-hmm. education. Um, yeah, I try and try and walk them through that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that right. new portion. I mm-hmm. think it's new, too. Uh, I just started a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. and we had some of the pandemic Mm-hmm. fun to go through and adjust for this position. Uh, but then also we have, you know, 20 some properties we're managing as parks. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, uh, 
I lost count now, but somewhere over 2,000 mm -hmm. acres of open green space. Wow. Um, so I'm going through all of that. So there's plenty of people who see me once and don't see me for a month. They're like, where have you been? And it's like, oh, definitely out in the parks. Right. <laughs> it just might not be on your 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 consistent route. Yeah. So so repeat. Tell me again, how many acres of open space does the city? This is something I used to know off the top of oh, my head. Okay. Definitely when I interviewed for the position, okay. I can tell you exactly. <laughs> but I, I want to say we're well over 2,000 yeah. um, acres of open space. Mm -hmm. And that can be anything from like the Bergsma property that was just purchased um, to avoid being used for any type of um, commercial or residential use. Mm -hmm. um, and there's going to be a new trail that they're working on to connect through there and connect to Harvey Manning Park. Um, or that can be some of the spaces like um, Inge Johnson, which a lot of people, you know, wonder what's Inge Johnson when right. going down right here. And it's mm -hmm. this lovely open space area that we have um, and we can do a lot of good stuff. We have four stewards there that now help manage and pull out invasives and keep those places healthy. Um, they have a lot of benefits to the city too. Oh, that's nice. So the Harvey Manning, tra the trail, the Ber Bergsman, is it, so is it city, city maintenance putting that together or is it volunteers? Uh, that's going to be a combination. combination? Um, I know definitely it's a city project still ongoing and flagging. Um, Dave Kapler with the Esquad Trails Club is definitely one of the people helping out with that and and I, you know, I've been on a few hikes with him where he's flagging out a potential route as you're bushwhacking your way through and connecting to King County trails. So um, with everything, the city's trying to take a good approach of let's get all the user groups in, let's get all of our trails and how they connect and really have a fuller picture and understanding. So I wish I could say that trail's going to be soon, but <laughs> I, I bet it's going to be a, a few years before we see one finished and done there. Well, it's good. You know, it's, you know, it's always a process, you know, mm -hmm. and to do it right. And like you said, to get all the stakeholders in there and together and communicating to find the best paths, the best use for everybody. Uh, I think that's, I think that's the best approach, yeah. you know, um, you know, I've, you know, when you're out and about, what are some of the things you run across in, um, your day to day? Do you run across, um, do you run across bears? Do you run across what you know when you're out in the open space and you're taking a look and what draws you to the open space? I mean, what's your what's your job inside the open spaces as opposed to the active parks? Yeah. You know, what's one versus the other? Yeah. So a lot of the open space management is checking through. We do have um four stewards who help manage some. So there's some parks where I'm looking through and checking how how's the park growing or do we have a problem with invasives you know like right now you see a lot of scotch broom or tansies about to bloom so do we see any of that going on that we need to address sooner than later um, then we do have trail cams for wildlife um, so we're definitely checking for that and we have some volunteers who help pull that um, and you can find that the coexisting with carnivores that's where we post a lot of those images um, so you get some great shots like that um, and then we do have um, issues with homeless encampments occasionally at open space trails. So checking in there, um, we have a, the city's done a really good job of putting together the human resources team. So we do a lot of outreach to offer services um, and really try and focus on, you know, this space is a green space or a park. And mm -hmm. how, how can we help you access services and get into a safe space besides out here? Mm -hmm. So your role, if you run up, if you find a homeless encampment, is it just to identify the location and then reach out to other services in the city to have, make the connection? Or do you sometimes make the initial connection? So, most of the time I'm making the initial connection. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've been lucky enough to work with Amir, mm -hmm. um, who's fantastic. <laughs> uh, would be a great guest for number 12. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, we, we've done enough outreach and work together mm -hmm. where um, I definitely feel comfortable knowing what's in the area, what mm -hmm. we can offer. 
Um, so I really do try and do my mm -hmm. best to give the full array of here's kind of what we can offer. What do you need? Um, mm -hmm. So hopefully I'm laying a little bit of the groundwork to make a mirror or Kalen's job mm -hmm. a lot easier on their initial contact. Mm -hmm. And what's a much uh, Amir's role for people that don't know within the city? Yeah, he's the behavioral health coordinator. Um, mm -hmm. I do believe he's specifically with IPD and mm -hmm. helping with behavioral health outreach. Mm -hmm. on those. Yeah. But we, we all kind of are pulled in to help with the homeless outreach mm -hmm. response too. That's great. I mean, a city this size that has the ability to have somebody who is out in the field like you who can follow, you know, who finds a homeless encampment can make that nurse first connection, but then connect them to somebody that can give them, offer them services yep. um, and working with IPD. I mean, that's for a city this size, it's pretty amazing that we, we can pull that together. I think oh, absolutely. it should yeah. be something that's um, trumpeted from the rooftops every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's there's a few other cities that mm -hmm. uh, are great examples of this in the area. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the programs we looked at was Olympia. Mm -hmm. um, they have a non-commissioned ranger program, okay. um, and they're all fantastic. And mm -hmm. we went down there and visited them when kind of developing this program um, to learn and see what they do with their parks and how they manage. Um, so we picked up a lot of good tips from them. But yeah, it's definitely, it's good to be a supportive role um, to take some of that pressure off. You know, mm -hmm. our maintenance staff can focus on maintenance and mm -hmm. I can get out there and <clears throat> do some education or enforcement. And then we don't have to pull IPD in for something really small that, mm -hmm. you know, dog off leash, littering, um, you know, little stuff like that. It can really be handled. And most people would rather talk to me then. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little a, less intimidating, you know, not that the Issaquah Police Department's, you know, intimidating in any way, shape or form. It's just, you know, you see a park ranger walking down, down the road and, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. Yeah. So. Yeah. And let's them focus on, you know, they've, they've got an important job to do. So let's mm -hmm. them focus on those areas. Yeah. You know, and, um, in setting this up, we, you had talked about you had a big tournament, so you couldn't do it. So so what's your role in like a big tournament, some sort of lacrosse or soccer? Yeah. Do you have a roles, role with those types of things? Absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much the weekends, whether it's tournament or just normal weekend, mm -hmm. um, we I work with a maintenance staff person on the weekend. So we check our schedule. We go over how many shelters we have, how many games. So maintenance will normally handle if we prep a field or, you know, open up some other stuff. They're going to help get that prepped on and I'm going to support in any way I can. Um, so I haven't had to prep a field yet and <laughs> users are probably happy about that. Um, uh, but I'll go around, I'll open up shelters, make sure everything's looking good, try and greet them if I can mm -hmm. to let them know, hey, if you need anything, if something goes wrong, you know, I'm, I'm here as a resource for you. Um, and then we help turn those shelters over, make sure they're clean for the next group coming in. Um, so tournaments kind of function the same way, get there early, make sure bathrooms are clean, make sure the park's looking good with the maintenance team and help mm -hmm. them out where I can and then start the process of checking in, make sure mm -hmm. tournament directors got everything, they understand the rules, um, you know, the big tournament that we had kind of helping out with parking and some traffic flow issues uh, and communicating those through. So that's great. It's kind of like you're a catch all. A little bit, yeah. You know, yeah. which is really, which is a great resource to have, especially in off hours on the weekends. You know, yeah. um, that's that's a huge thing um, to help our parks function just that much better. Um, one of the things that's real big issue around here, and you touched um, touched on it before, is um, coexisting with carnivores. Yeah. You know, I know there's been a ton of bear sightings. Um, 
uh, just on uh, the, the high school trail not too long ago, right behind the high school, there was a bear sighting. So um, just just an educational piece. You know, when you're out, when someone's out on a hike and they come across a bear or to prevent coming across a bear possibly or a mountain lion, um, what, what, what is your advice or your education for people? Because we have so many, we're also known as Trailhead City. Yep. So there's trails <laughs> everywhere, you know, yeah, and I know a lot of the people that live in the city, they like to get home, hit those trails. You know, what advice do you give them um, when dealing with um, bears and cougars and such? Yeah, um, a lot of it feels a little counterintuitive, um, but making noise is one of the best things you can do. Mm -hmm. um, most of our carnivores out here are going to want to avoid that interaction. So if you're making a lot of noise, um, that's something they're already going to avoid. That's where you see those bear bells all the time. People have those and they're making a good amount of noise. Um, but let's say, you know, it happens occasionally. You, you just turn the trail and there they are. Um, you know, making noise, clapping to draw attention that you are there. Get as, you know, big as you possibly can and slowly back away. Um, you don't want to run or sprint. Um, you know, that becomes... Ooh, what's that? You know, that's, um, yeah, my, my prey runs, my food runs. Right. Um, so to make noise, draw attention that you're there mm -hmm. and, 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 and stay bigger. So they see a bigger target and slowly mm -hmm. back away to a safe space, um, is the, is the best thing you can do. And you can try and avoid mm -hmm. some common times, you know, the, the dusk dawn kind of areas are when you're going to see some more activity. Um, but as we've seen up in the highlands, we had an urban coyote, um, and that one felt comfortable in the day. Um, and that's a big one to do education on that. Urban coyotes can show a lot of unique behavior for a coyote. They're not rabid. They're not dangerous. They're just super adaptive. Um, okay. So seeing them out in the daytime is not a bad sign. They'll definitely get less people adverse. So even in the highlands, we had good video where people are pretty close and it's feeling comfortable to mm -hmm. be out and show itself. So using common sense, you know, kind of tips. If you have smaller animals, make sure they're on a leash, make sure they're in a safe space. You can do some stuff to clear and maintain your yard, you know, remove hiding spots. So keep hedges up, you know, yeah. so they can't hide underneath anything, remove any food sources. Um, and then the the interpretive specialist at Lake Sam comes from Minnesota. She says spray them with water hose. She swears by it that uh, okay. you know, it's, a, it's a form of a minor aggression that's not mm -hmm. going to hurt them, but they're definitely going to be like, mm, no thanks on that yard. That that person sprays me with a hose. She also recommended a paintball gun, but I don't know how many people yeah. <laughs> have paintball guns that's as true. something else. Uh, maybe we'll just stick with a hose on that one. <laughs> hose, yeah. And the big thing is if you can remove foofs or some. So when you're in your yard, bears love bird feeders mm -hmm. and we'll go through those a lot of people if you have an indoor outdoor cat you have cat food out or something like that um, unsecured garbage anything that's a food source that can draw them in if you can keep that secure they're they're mm -hmm. gonna stay away from your location mm -hmm. While you're out and about, have you come in, come across any bears or, or bobcats or cougars face-to-face? So, -face? <laughs> no bears here yet. Okay. I've, I've come very close. Several times I've walked there an area and have someone said, there was a bear just here. <laughs> I, I don't get to see it. But um, the urban coyote I've seen a couple of times mm -hmm. and tried to do some education up in the highlands. Um, seen a couple bobcats now. Mm -hmm. And just yesterday, a barred owl swooped down at my truck and I got to watch that for a while and do a little roving interpretation at Timberlake Park. Oh, um, nice. And then three, I've never seen bucks travel together. Hmm. Three bucks traveling together through Bergsma. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all pretty young, still had the mm -hmm. velvety horns, and they mm -hmm. were just traveling in a group. It was... 
That's really unique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't see that very often. Yeah. And I think that's the wonderful thing about Issaquah because it is this, it is, it is a smaller city and it, but it's, but it's out there. It's at the foothills of, of the Cascades. There's so much open space. There's so much wildlife that we live with. And it's great that, that um, we have you to educate and inform people and let them know that, hey, we're coexisting. Yeah. You know, do smart things and common sense and everybody, they can live and we can live and we can enjoy this beautiful place that we, that we all call home. Yeah. So yeah, great. it's one of the things that I love about Isquam mm -hmm. most is you're, you're really right there with nature. And for some people it's a bit of an adjustment, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, conflict between is mm -hmm. pretty rare. And then even when it's there, there's, there's mm -hmm. steps you can take to really mm -hmm. avoid any sort of that. Like mm -hmm. it's going to be very rare. Everyone's here safe if we take a few steps to recognize our furry neighbors. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, um, considering the trails, all the trails that go around, so do you go up to Tradition Plateau? Is yep. that part of, part of what you do? And then how far into that trail set do you go? I mean, because I, I know it connects to King County. It does. And so what, what's your path when you go up there? What's your kind of, what are you looking for when yeah. you go up to Tradition Plateau or any trails? Yeah, so I normally, uh, I, I love checking the parking lots just to make sure, are they clean, mm -hmm. free of obstruction? Um, mm -hmm. No one wants to get to a parking lot and have a nail go in their tire <laughs> or something like mm -hmm. that. So I love to do a loop around the parking lot, make mm -hmm. sure they're safe. Um, and then for Issaquah, our trails all head down towards the high school. So once you're at Lake Tradition, if you head towards Round Lake, Lake Tradition, or you're following um, the PSE line all, you know, kind of west um, yeah. and downhill, you're, you're on Issaquah land and heading back that way. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much the Nook Trail, um, anything heading towards West Tiger 3, that's going to all be DNR. Okay. Or, or yeah. yeah. So, okay. and we have a, we have a good partnership. There's two rangers um, mm -hmm. who work up there and we have a good relationship with and mm -hmm. they're just great. You know, if we, we have a down tree, sometimes just a little over on their line, we'll clear it up for them and, and they'll do the vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> we, I do want to recommend, we do not, we're not in charge of that bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's one of the number one questions we get and that is unfortunately not our bathroom. So I... I can't help with there it. There you go. Can't claim it. <laughs> Cities not claim the yeah. bathroom at like, at like yeah. the tradition plateau. <laughs> well, Peter, this is great information. Is there anything else you want to tell the community about the parks, the open space? Anything you should, should be, be aware of, you know? Um, Besides keeping your dog on man. a leash? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, please keep your dog on a leash. There's plenty of uh, positive reasons for that. Yeah. Um, I think really just keep exploring um, mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to reach out to us for questions. Um, you know, since, uh, you know, I lived here since 2016, I worked for the city at various roles um, and I learned new things every day about the parks um, and some of the nature mm -hmm. that feeds into it. You know, we have 10 clone sequoias um, from some of the oldest sequoias in the world wow. located in Nisquah that were cloned and brought to Nisquah and nine survived. Th those are in our parks and open mm -hmm. spaces. Um, some of the new projects we have first, like Salmon Run Park, or mm -hmm. the new one they're doing over by 62nd Street, increase salmon habitat and just draw in beautiful mm -hmm. wildlife. And these open spaces have so much birds and insects mm -hmm. and all these things that you get to see and you can go interact with. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think get out there and explore and, and definitely ask us questions. We're ready to answer and point you in the direction. I was going to let you go, but I just had thought of this. What is your favorite park? You know, <laughs> uh, I think Timberlake. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, it 
took me a while to come around to that one. There's mm-hmm. four parking spaces, so mm-hmm. it's hard to get to. And yep. then the only other parking spaces are from the neighborhood, which I'm sure those neighbors don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a beautiful parcel. The loop trail's great. Um, and it's one of the few places on Lake Sammamish that have uh, open access to the beach. Um, and it's got a nice little swimming area. So I may have just made that whole neighborhood really mad, <laughs> depending on how it's many true. people. It's true. It is a hidden little gem. It is. And, uh, yeah, and uh, not well known. Um, but uh, I do like that park, too. I've been there several times and got some really great video or film footage for um, photography there as well. So Yeah, great, great for barred right. owls. That's where I've seen a few bobcats. Okay. Um, I believe someone captured, this was uh, maybe a decade ago, someone mm-hmm. captured evidence of a cougar traveling through oh, there. Wow. So okay. you, you get mm-hmm. great wildlife through there as mm-hmm. well. And it's just a lovely stretch. And you, you would almost pass. It's so easy mm-hmm. to drive right by. I thought you were going to say confluence. I thought you were going to say confluence, but <laughs> I, probably one too many dog off leash enforcements there. <laughs> okay. Well, great point. Well, Peter, thank you so much for joining us on Uniquely Is a Qual. Thank you for having me. And thank you for joining us. Stay unique. Mm-hmm.